Amen. So church, we're, we're, doing, uh, we're doing the preach a little different today. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to sit from chair to chair and see which one's more comfortable. <laughs> no, that would be silly. All right. Um, yeah, in a, in a moment, I'm going to call some folks up because they're going to actually help me with, uh, with the preach, if you will, uh, today. Um, spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines. Wh- what are, what are your, your go-to disciplines? What are your go-to practices? What are the things that, that just, when you, when you want to intentionally be in the presence of the Lord and just find peace, when you want to um, uh, be with the Lord, what do you do? For a lot of people, I think that number one spot is worship because it's so easy. You can, you can turn on music. You can turn on the radio. If you've got your phone with you, all of a sudden it becomes a jukebox, and you can, you know, through Spotify and, and other means, you can listen to any song you want. And so worship, I think, is a go-to spiritual discipline for a lot of people. Prayer. Prayer is one of those things. Um, praying in the Spirit. Uh, reading Scripture. Meditation just chewing on what the Lord has said and meditating and, and thinking on him. Uh, communion. Every week we have communion available back here to, to your right of the sound booth. We have that available every week. Communion is a wonderful spiritual practice. Giving is a spiritual practice. So those are probably the most common. Is, is there any that, that I missed that you're like, hey, what about such and such that, that you say, it's like a go-to spiritual practice. Anybody? Did I miss anything? Fasting. Thank you. Fasting is, is a spiritual practice, which clearly isn't on my mind or on, in my notes. Fasting. Actually, fasting is fantastic. Anyone else? Journaling. I love it. Absolutely. Journaling. Anyone else? What's that? Painting. Painting. Yeah. Like expressing arts and giving the Lord thanks and honor through, through those types of things. Daily devotion. This is wonderful. Today, we're going to practice another awesome spiritual discipline. We're going to flex the prayer muscle, if you will, um, in a very specific way. Um, today we're going to read through um, the 34th Psalm. So if you've got your Bibles, your Bible app, um, turn to Psalm 34. Uh, the, the word flex is def- defined as this, to put a skill, an ability, or a talent to use. Um, today we want to kind of flex those spiritual muscles to put those abilities to pray and, and to dig into his word and to interact with the Lord to, to use. And so um, we're going to do this in a very cool way. So here's what we're going to do. So if uh, uh, Andy and Peter and Kim and uh, Acacia could come up um, and grab your seats, but not this one. This one's mine. That's why it has my coffee on it. I won't sit on it. All right. So uh, we're going to have to share, uh, are we going to have to share mics? Maybe. So we have mics between us. So um, if somebody wants to grab the mic and kind of keep it 
Latwinga, my daughter, sitting next to me. That's her seat. <laughs> All right. We have segregation, though, like boys and then girls and then me. Okay. Um, why don't we, I'll pass this mic around just to introduce ourselves uh, real quick. I am Andrew. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm Peter. I'm Kim. Acacia. And I'm Mark. <laughs> All right. Um, so real quick before we jump into um, Psalm 34, I want to kind of highlight a few other spiritual practices just so we see the, the bigness of different ways to glorify the Lord, to invite him into our day and into our moment. Um, so prayer and the word is one that we're going to do today. But what about prayer and solitude in the silence of the day? That can be early in the morning. That can be late at night. But solitude mixed with our prayer, it's a powerful thing. Uh, forgiving, blessing, releasing. Honestly, that should be, that should be a key spiritual discipline. And it's, it's all of those we forgive, we bless, and we release. Because there's times we're hurt, we're disappointed, and that needs to be a spiritual discipline that we embrace and that we take time to spend the Lord with. Um, exercise and recreation. Sometimes we need to exercise and, and be outside, not just for the sake of being fit, but for the sake of being with the Lord. Do it as an act of worship and, and not just as a means of losing weight for me. Um, reconnecting with the natural world. Um, Jesus was the sanest person, the most sane that's ever walked this earth. And what do we see him doing? We see him in the mountains, hanging out at water, lakes and rivers. We see him walking a lot, hiking, because you, 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 you can't take a lift up those mountains. We see Jesus out in nature. So that's a fantastic example to follow. And then uh, there's others. And so there's... Um, I just want to encourage us. There's so many ways to include the Lord uh, in, in our lives. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to very much try and mimic what, what I would do in if, if I was to start my day or pick up at some point in my day with this discipline of prayer and the word. So we're going to read a verse here, a verse there, a few verses, and then stop and ponder and chew, um, maybe even ask a good question or point out a, a good thing, and then we're going to pray that before moving on. So here's what I want to encourage us with. Um, if we're plowing through, and I know like our men's Bible study follows this, we read it a verse at a time. And, and we read the whole thing, and then we circle back, and we chew on it. And, and Chris leads that study, and, and we just discuss and chew. So we're adding the component of prayer to that today. So does everybody have Psalm 34 pulled up on their phones? Because I'd like you guys to, to do this along with us or, or in their Bibles. Okay. So um, so for, for y'all that are up here, um, like, get my attention. I'm used to being up here and, like, doing all the talking. Like so, you gotta like like wave me down, like you know, tap me or wave, or you have the microphones there, um, and so uh, what I want us to do is I want this to be very organic and conversational. Um, so I'll I'll give an example. Uh, I'm just gonna read verse one of of Psalm 34, um, and then I think what we'll do is we'll kind of go in order of reading verses, and stop as you want, like mid verse or whatever. 
So I'm going to do that right now. Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. So that's only half the verse. So I'm going to stop right there. Do you bless the Lord at all times? Do y'all bless the Lord at all times? I'm not very good at this. I bless him sometimes. I bless him when there's a victory. I'm really good about blessing him when there's a victory. Um, and, and maybe sometimes blessing him just as an act of faith in the difficulty. But when things are just kind of par for the course, I, I think maybe that's the worst. When I'm kind of the worst of, of blessing his holy name is just when things are just kind of running as, as is. So I'm going to stop right there. And, and if this is part of his discipline, that's a great time to stop and pray. So I, I'm just going um, to do that real quick. Uh, Lord, I'm not great at this. Your word t- says that I will bless you at all times. I will exalt your name at all times. And um, I just ask you to help me with this. Holy Spirit, remind me of, of those times that uh, I'm just on autopilot. And help me to bless your name at all times. And then to finish that verse, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. All right. Um, I'll stop there. Um, and so, uh, uh, Acacia, why don't you read uh, 2 and 3? And oh, uh, Anyone else have anything for verse 1 there? Or, or a prayer that we didn't pray? Peter? Yeah, yeah. So this works. All right. I just liked what you, how you stopped there. And I was asking the question, what, is, what does that look like to say, I bless the Lord at all times? So I'm assuming what y- how you said it, that so in adversity, when I don't see the end from the beginning, I just bless him. Like, God, you know, and you're good. And honestly, I think I'm pretty good at blessing the Lord, like, bookends. I mean, usually mm. the first words out of my mouth are blessing the Lord. That's, like, when I wake up in the morning, Lord, uh, you're awesome. I praise you, Lord. I give you glory. Like, normally my first words, um, that's, that's usually those words. End of the day, I'm really good at it. But where, where I kind of miss it um, is there in the middle. And that's, I think, where I will incorporate this into my prayer. Lord, help me in the middle of the day. To not just to be, you know to be good at the bookends, but to to bless your name at all times. All right. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. All right. Anyone have another translation? Because I, uh, yeah, let's let's read because. Um, that's another part of it. I'll go from translation to translation. I'm like, oh, let me let me bring get clarity in another translation. So this is the Passion Translation. It says, I'm boasting of you in all your works, so let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. In the, in the NASB, it, it says, My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And I, I just love that word humble there. Like how often do we boast in ourselves uh, and not in the Lord? Um, and the importance and that reminder of just being humble um, 
and to, to boast in the Lord and not in ourselves. Yeah. Uh, in the, the Passion Translation of verse 3, it says, let's make him famous. I love that. Let's make him famous. I'm not, all about, I'm not about making me famous. I want to make him famous. That's so good. So let me ask you guys, if, what, what can we, uh, in, in a moment, Acacia is going to pray this, but what are some things that we can pull out of here just in those verse 2 and 3? that we can pray? What are some actionable things that we can go, oh yeah, in reading this, I'm reminded to pray this. What are some of those things? I mean, for me, I think it's that re- reminder to be humble and to make it about him and not make it about us. Well, and also um, it says boasting of you in all your works. Um, there are things that happen all day, every day that are are God. It's God happening every minute and we're not really even identifying that. We're just going through our day and, and stopping and saying, that's you. That's you. I see you. I see what's going on. Yeah. I was thinking about this recently. Even when we don't see what he's doing, mm-hmm. we can still say, I thank you that you're at work. Mm-hmm. I might not see it, but you're at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mean, it, I love it. I love it. What else? Anybody? All right. You ready to pray? All right. And you can, you can pray with your eyes open. I mean, in, in praying scripture, a lot of times I'm praying with my eyes open. So, you know, we don't have to, like, bow our heads and, and reflect and, and do it like, like this, you know, patterned way. It's, it's interactive. This is conversational with the Lord. Yeah, I pray a lot in the car, and it helps to keep your eyes open. Yeah, it does. Really beneficial in the car while driving. Yeah. Lord, I just pray that in the times that um, you don't feel like we can rejoice and we feel like you're not there or you're not at work, that we can always still pray and rejoice you and praise you and realize that you are the Almighty and you are at work and you are constantly um, encouraging and planting and watering and growing us and you are always the one in control and I pray that you remind me that you are the one in control and I pray that I will be able to continuously hand over that control to be able to rejoice you. Amen. It's good. I, um, uh, Kim, why don't you uh, read four and five and we'll just kind of follow the same pattern of, of discussion and prayer. Or, sorry, <laughs> I just got done saying talking and but it, but also like if there's more to it then like if if you feel like six is like really linked to it then okay. by all means you know we we don't we're not just limited to two verses okay starting with verse four listen to my testimony I cried to God in my distress and He answered me and He freed me from all my fears gaze upon Him join your life with His and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory and you'll never wear the shame face again. You know, um, when you're in distress, sometimes I think it's, it's really easy to feel like you're all alone and to not, and to not reach out anywhere, um, but to dig in and, and, and try to be strong on your own. Um, but what I'm doing when I'm doing that is I am no longer free 
because when, when I cry to God, he will free me. So the, the longer that I turn inward and try to uh, work through my distress by myself, I, I am trapped, I'm alone, I'm not free. And, you know, thinking about people talked about this morning about lifting their eyes and not being afraid. I'm to place my gaze on him and join my life with his life. And it says right here, and joy will come. Not maybe, it will come. And um, I think that sometimes we can say, bad things will come when we're by ourselves and we're not looking or thinking about him. But the hope that comes from knowing that joy will come, um, if I call on him, he will free me and joy will come. Yeah. Yeah. So the verse four, or maybe you could give a story. Um, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. So last month, Cadence and I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. We visited Oral Roberts University, um, and it was it was a place that Cadence was like, hey, this might be the place I want to go to college and play soccer at. And we asked the Lord for an answer. If we're asking the Lord a question, we can answer different ways, right? You can say yes. I usually like yes, depending on what the question is. Yes. No. Not yet. Right? It says the Lord answered me. If we're seeking an answer from the Lord, we've got to be seeking not just the answer we want, but the answer that God is speaking, right? So we went out there, and when we left, what we, what we got was a no, this isn't the door that the Lord's opening to. But then I love, so that, you know, we, we sought the Lord for an answer. He, he delivered with this answer. Um, and it says he delivered me from all my fears. So as we were leaving, even though that, that seemed to be a no that the Lord was speaking, we didn't have to have fear because God had a place. God had a, a school for her to go to. And we don't have to be fearful if one door is closed. So we just can't go in there hard, hard-hearted and hard-headed saying, Lord, I'm looking for this answer. And God's like, well, do you want, do you want my thoughts on the matter? Or are you just so set in your ways that I don't have room to speak? For, for me, it's, um, you know, we we're talking about being in that heavy place or in that darkness and you can get alone and just the reminder that, you know, the Lord hears us. Mm -hmm. um, he cares. Uh, you know, it's easy to find yourself in that place of, oh, I don't want to bother the Lord with this or he doesn't care or whatever. You get down on yourself. But <coughs> that reminder that he listens, he cares. Um, when you seek him, he, he does answer you and making sure that we are expectant of that because that's how he is he, he he's not silent he doesn't withhold himself from us and um you know it reminds me of the scripture that says if you seek wisdom ask for it but you have to fully expect that you're going to receive it and it's no different um you know when you're in that fearful place know that you can reach out to the lord and he will answer you and it, it may or may not be the answer you want but it'll be what's best Want to pray precious father we Thank you for those times that um, you have been there for us. And we think right now of things in our life that um, are causing us distress or worry. 
And I pray that right now, each one of us in our hearts, our minds, would lift our eyes to you and that we'd be, be filled to overflowing with the joy that comes from knowing that we are free, that your strength, your power, your wisdom, everything that you are is here for us and we are free in you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for that joy and we thank you for being lifted out of our distress by your strength and love. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, before before Peter reads, uh, are you guys, are we seeing the value in this? How many of us, you, I mean, and I'm not trying to like shame anybody because I think it's probably a pretty high percentage. How many people can say, I've never done what you're doing right now? I've never done that combo of scripture and prayer and then scripture and prayer and meditation and prayer. How many, raise your hand if you've never done this before. It's a lot of us, you guys. So so there's no need, there's no need to do this. You can be like, I've never done it. This is good. That's what we're trying to do today is to show that, that there are some really cool spiritual practices and disciplines that if we'll flex those, man, we'll find such strength in them. Peter, would you continue, please, with uh, 6, 7, or if you think that there's a correlation with any of the scriptures bookending it? Yeah, I'm going to read 4 through 7, just so repeating what was read a little bit. Yeah. I do want to add <laughs> the very beginning of the psalm where it kind of gives a title just to put context to it, where it says, for Psalm 34, it's a psalm of David when he feigned madness before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. So it gives you a thought, gives me a thought of what David was going through at this time to, to be afraid of Abimelech such that he would pretend to be mad and, and have spit on his beard and stuff like that. So I, I won't have spit on my beard. <laughs> you have that freedom, though, brother. <laughs> Saliva that thing up. <laughs> All right. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. So I just want to point out that there's the word fear is used twice in these four verses. Yeah. And one is the type of fear that we're delivered from. And the other is like a reverence. It's a holy fear of God, not of man. Because God's the one that created us and cares for us and sent his only son. And who's demonstrated his love for us. There's nothing to fear. Except he is, in, his, in essence, the only one to fear not man, but he loves us more than we can imagine. So anyways, I'll, I'm just going to pray. Um, yeah, real quick, I, I want to read um, uh, in the ESV uh, um, verse 6. When I had nothing, desperate and defeated, I cried out to the Lord and he heard me. Um, that's, that's one of those you know, points of prayer 
Like maybe, maybe, you, maybe we're there, right? So, and by the way, church, um, as we're praying these, like we're praying these, right? So if you're in a place right now where you're feeling like I don't have anything or I feel defeated or I feel desperate, okay, we're about to pray this. We're about to pray this together. We're about to, to, to lift our voices to the Lord in faith and ask him to, to respond to, to our words. Um, but what if we're not in that place? This is a great reminder. Lord, would you remind me? You know, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, I'm there now, Lord, but, but it might be tomorrow. It might be later today. It might, I might feel under attack and, and circumstances might mount against me. And Lord, help me to be quick to call out to you and help me to remember that you hear me. I mean, I love that. It's one thing to cry out to the Lord and it's something totally different to cry out to the Lord and what? And him hear us. So just, I get it. And then this is, this is exciting to me. Like, and honestly, I, I, I joked about it earlier. I'm like, the only thing that would make this better is if I had a cigar right now. That would be incredible. <laughs> like, like, I could do this for hours. Uh, I mean, not, not maybe hours. Maybe that's a lot of cigars. But, you know, an hour. So, sorry, Peter, go ahead and, and yeah, yeah. You said we have to be comfortable with interrupting each other. So for sure. I don't want to cut you off, but um, I, I love that you made the distinction, Peter, about uh, the different fears. You know, the fear that we're being delivered from, and then when it speaks about, like, fear in verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And that word is the same, and it, it, it does mean, like, fear like we would think about it but it also means reverence. And in that context, it's about reverence. And I just love the theme that we're seeing here of um, reverence for the Lord, humbleness, making it about him. And when we do all of those things, he hears us, he saves us, he delivers us from all of those things. I just think that's awesome. God, I thank you for your word. And Lord, just like the psalm here, I choose to bless you at all times, and Lord, we, we exalt his name together, and Lord, we seek you, and we thank you that you answer us, and we thank you for delivering us, we thank you for delivering us from our fears, and we look to you, God, and we thank you that when we look to you, our, our faces are radiant, and we aren't ashamed, because Lord, you see us inside and out. There's nothing that's hidden from you. You didn't choose us because we chose you. You, Lord, you first chose us. You chose us and were chosen by you. Not because of something good we did, but because of your goodness and your greatness. Thank you for encamping around us. And thank you for rescuing us. Father, I pray that your love, your perfect love would drive out all fear. I pray that your perfect love would drive out all fear. Amen. Something else to keep in mind before uh, Andy leads the next chunk of scripture. Uh, this is about quality time, not quantity. This is quality, not quantity. We're not, I mean, I'm looking at the clock. We're not going to get through the whole chapter, and that's okay. That's fine. I, I want to encourage us when we sit down to spend time in the word, Let's not put like this monetary, you know, I'm going to, Lord, I'm going to spend, I'm going to read two chapters and I'm going to spend 20 minutes. I mean, let's just say, Lord, I just want to be with you. 
and, and I'm content just being with you. And if it's, we've, we've covered seven verses right now. But this has been good quality time. So let's, let's get past that mindset of, of oh, okay, we've got to, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's and check the boxes. And no, being with the Lord is about this quality time in his presence. I just wanted to emphasize what you said because God showed something to me. Really simple, not too long ago, which is the, I don't remember where it is exactly in scripture, but it just says, you're, um, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And just remember that it's hiding the word in your heart. It's not your mind. So that was a reminder that we're reading this to get it here. Mm -hmm. We're not just reading this to be like intellectually smarter but this is where God is speaking to us his word is alive so Lord thank you that's, that's so good if we'll look at it as this is not about attaining knowledge we, we all want to gain knowledge I mean I, I want to be smarter but this is not about attaining knowledge this is about being in the presence of God this is about being with him yeah it's it's like a road trip it's not always about the destination or getting to the end it's about the journey <coughs> Uh, so in verse 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And, and immediately I love that. It's like, don't just take my word for it. Uh, you know, I could tell you, hey, this pizza's delicious. Just, you know, believe me. But it says, taste and see. You know, y it's something that you need to engage in. Uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For to those who fear him, there is no want. I just love that. And again, it's just this, this constant theme. God is good. And we, we need to remember that. It's easy to lose sight of that. Uh, especially, you know, like earlier we were talking about he's working, but we don't see it. Um, sometimes we don't, but we have to trust and know that he's always, uh, he's always working. He's always doing something. And that when we, when we do taste, we, we do see that the Lord is good. Um, and then just how blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Uh, that's just a beautiful picture to me. You know, he is our refuge. He is our strength. I love that. So I have a question. So why, why do we not take refuge? Like that is just such a, a puzzlement to me that we wouldn't, and yet we don't. Why don't we? Why don't we take refuge in Him? I, because it, everything that it says in this psalm is true. I've experienced these things when I take refuge in Him. Why don't I? Why don't I automatically take refuge? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, how how many of us like to um, impose on other people or bother other people? Right? We go to the limit. Where that we're like, I've got this, I've got this. I've we go as far as we can without imposing, right? We're like, oh, I don't want to be an imposition. Oh, I don't want to be a bother. Oh, I don't want to be a blank. Whatever, whatever that is to you, right? Mm -hmm. So I think we go as far as we can on our own strength. Um, and the further we go in that process, we forget we're supposed to be running to the Lord. No, that's a good point. And then we find ourselves finally willing to take refuge and we're just exhausted yeah. because we've been trying to do it in our own strength for so long, you know? 
it's it's a good reminder you know the lord he's not bothered by us (laughs) you know he loves us he wants relationship with us he wants us to take refuge in him so it's a good reminder that you know we don't have to run ourselves down to empty and feel like there's no other options available before we say lord i want to take refuge in you i need you freedom and joy freedom and joy One thing in verse 8 in praying this, um, that I know that I will incorporate that into my prayer. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I I need the Lord sometimes to increase my imagination, to to increase my willingness to experience him in in a new way. I mean, even the thought, okay, so Lord, um, help me breathe in your presence. Help me drink in your love. Lord, help me chew upon the goodness. I mean, like, like, Lord, let, let my imagination be expanded to see that you are bigger than the box I put you in. And we all do it. We all, we might have bigger boxes than others, but, you know, so looking at this, I'm like, okay, that is something that, that I will pray. Lord, let me, let me see that, that I can experience you more than just with my sight and my hearing that I can experience you with all senses. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pray over this section. (coughs) Father, we just thank you that you are our refuge and our strength. And Lord, help us, help us to be quick to run to you, not to run ourselves into the ground and into the dirt and just exhaust ourselves, but to just be quick because you want us to take refuge in you. So Lord, help us to do that. Uh, Father, help us to remain humble, to uh, have that reverent fear of you, because in your word it says that when we do that, there, there will be no want. We'll want for nothing, Father. You are our provider. So just let us be in that place of just a quickness to, to come to you, because you are our Father. You are our perfect Father. And uh, even a bad father, you know, wants the best. Uh, but you are, are perfect, so you want the very best for us. So we just thank you for that. We thank you for being our refuge. In Jesus' name. Um, verse 10. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So maybe y'all can just like shout out some answers. And I'll start off with the first one. This scripture tells us those who seek the Lord, and what you, you have the passion pulled up? What, what, read that in the passion for me, please. Uh, verse 10. Even the strong and the wealthy grow weak and hungry, but those who passionately pursue the Lord will never lack any good thing. Yeah, I love it. Seeking him, passionately pursuing him. So it says those who, who do that, seek him, pursue him, um, they lack no good thing. So Let's just kind of shout out different things. I'll tell you something that's good. Joy is good. And if I'm in a place where I'm not feeling joy, this tells me I can pursue him, I can seek him in this moment, and that I can have joy. Because that's a good thing, right? What's another good thing? What else? Family. What else? Drink. Did you say health or help? Health. Amen. Wisdom. Courage. 
empathy. Oh my gosh. Just so you know, that empathy does not come naturally to me. But it's one of those things I've asked the Lord and he has been faithful to give me. I've asked the Lord for empathy because it's just, it's not one of those things that it's not naturally something that flows from me. God, it's so good. What else? What's that? AA. You guys, I lean on this scripture. Lord, I want, to, I want to declare your word that you withhold no good thing from me. Is, um, this, is the, this isn't the right word, but it's the only one that comes to mind is, is correction, but it's not discipline. It's just correction. There are times where I'm thinking about something or doing something, and I, it's very clear to me that, that it's, you know, hey, Kim, check, check, check yourself for just a minute now. You know, it's gentle, it's full of love, but it's, it's, he helps me in those moments. If I am, if I am open and really, really leaning in, he helps me course correct all the time. It's such a gift. That's so good. And, uh, you know, in a couple of translations in mine, it says the young lions do lack and suffer. And in the passion, it was speaking of wealthy and whatever. It's uh, just another reminder uh, of a few things. I think one is, um, capability and just spiritual maturity. Um, when it's speaking of the young lions, I think of, you know, when I was younger and healthier and whatever, like, you know, you want to take on everything. Um, and it's that reminder that just because you are capable, I mean, we're all very capable people. Um, but when we try to live in our own strength and on our own capability or our own wealth or whatever it is, we're going to, s to lack and suffer hunger. Um, but those that seek the Lord shall not want of any good thing. So it's a reminder that while we're capable people, um, that we still, even in our capability or our resources, we still need to rely on the Lord. That's good. I'm, I'm going to pray that. Um, Lord, I speak to you right now, and I acknowledge you as my source. Uh, I don't seek one who doesn't possess or doesn't have, but I seek the only one who has and possesses what I need, what we need. So Lord, I, I ask for and I receive uh, your grace. Lord, I, I ask for and with gratitude I receive patience. Lord, I'm listening, Lord, because I so desire to hear from you uh, instruction, correction, direction, Lord, whatever you want to say, uh, I acknowledge it is good. And, and so just give me ears to hear. Give me a heart to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Acacia, you're going you're gonna to do a chunk here. Yeah, 11 through 14. And looking at the time, this will be our last bit of reading, and we can kind of talk about it and then pray it, and then, and then we're done. So, um, yeah. In NIV first, and then I'm going to go to the message. Um, so yeah. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And then when I was reading the message version, 
Um, if you go down to 12, it says, who out there has a lust for life? Can't wait each day to come upon beauty. Guard your tongue from profanity and no more lying through your teeth. Turn ba your back on sin. Do something good. Embrace peace. Don't let it get away. Um, and I think the NIV version is more like straightforward, kind of that hard talk, that stuff you don't want to hear, like, ooh, that kind of hurt. Um, but the message says it in a simple, beautiful way that's like, I think this every day. I don't want to be like this. I want to change this. I want to be that person that's at work that doesn't use profanity and brings life and doesn't hate on whatever. There's so much negativity. Why? We wake up each day and give in to everything that the world says or does when the Lord gave us a tongue to speak life and not to turn our back on the things that he gave us. Like we have to use those things for the good, you know, because otherwise you're going to go home and be like, oh, it was such a horrible day. Well, what power did you give your tongue? You know, who did you talk to? What conversations did you have? What movies did, did you watch? What? music did you listen to whatever so um and then that part in 14 that says embrace peace don't let it get away like peace is yours you ask and you will receive it i pray it all the time every day let there be peace i'm feeling unsteady you know like and it's it's there instantly i love the uh one two three fourth word uh in the esv listen listen to me Come, and, and he calls me a child. Oh, children, come. He's not calling me like, a, like an infant, but I'm a child of him. It could be, come, son, and listen to me. Come, daughter, and listen to me. Um, here's a good rule of thumb, young people. Pay attention to this. When you walk into a room and there's someone there that you, that you admire, there's a, there's a person of honor and admiration, just be, be quick to be silent and listen like the best you can. There's certain rooms I walk into, I'm like, I might not say a word today. I just want to hear what this person has to say. If there's some, you know, if there's some great, you know, military leader who's just, you know, brilliant at strategy and they walked in this room, man, I, I'd want to hear everything they had to say. And so when it comes to our time with the Lord, let's be quick to Listen. So if we're just doing all the talking in our prayer, we're missing it. We need to listen. Um, I see what time it is, and, and I'm going to be over. Let me uh, just, you don't have to give me like an exact number, but give me a range. What time did I ask you to do this this morning? 9.30. Okay. What time? What time? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's whether we got a winner here, what time? Um, right after worship. Right after worship. Okay, this was intentional. This morning as I was spending time with the Lord, I had the thought, it'd be really courteous of you, Mark, to actually shoot these people a text and ask them and have them read Psalm 34 and prepare a little. That would have been courteous. But no, that is not the point I was trying to make. <laughs> this is something that any of us can do, whether we are young or normal-aged. Whether <laughs> whether we are male or female, whether we are whatever. 
any of us can do this and can do this at moment's notice. This is about being with the Lord. Um, brief, brief closing thoughts uh, on just doing this, this discipline, this practice that we did today. Do you all have any brief emphasis on brief closing thoughts? I think the thing that um, I was thinking about the most as I was listening to everyone um, talk is um, how important it is for us to be together and to share openly and that God doesn't want us to be alone. He wants us to come together and be together because I, um, this has reset me for the day to share this openly um, and so in, in such a living way. Good. I think uh, that doing this is wonderful because we're always also busy and goal-oriented and checking the box and all of that like we talked about. And just taking the time to read a scripture and ponder it and pray through it, um, it gives the Lord uh, time to speak. And you can hear him, and it slows you down, uh, which in just the world that we live in, slowing down is, is a good thing. Um, I think it's also very like vulnerable and really cool to do it with somebody else. Um, and I've done it with my friend Jenna over there where we just break it down and there's times where I'm like, oh wow, that's really cool. I didn't think of that that way or um, you know, the Lord just shows you different perspectives and different um, point of views and it's really, and it strengthens not only you, not only you and your relationship with God, but you and having close godly friends or, you know, people around you. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for being flexible and spontaneous and, and, and going with me. Um, I just want to encourage y'all. If you can do this, and, and I'm, I'm really hoping to, to convey the ease of this, if you can do this, you can lead a Bible study. If you can do this, you can lead a connect group. I, it's not rocket science. If, if, you're, if you can gather some people, and by the way, just for the record, I got a couple no's. There were good answers why I got no's, but I asked, you know, Christine, and she's like, well, I'm on text today. Sometimes we're going to get no's, but if we can gather people, yeah, I asked, I asked some of the young people. I got a lot of no's from the young people. <laughs> Caden's over here smiling. That, that's all right. If we can do this, we can, we can, I mean, this is just relational, right? This can be done over a meal. This can be done at school on lunch break. What did we cover? 14 verses? Maybe that's pretty ambitious. Five verses. Man, we could have we stopped at five and it still would have been rich, right? Um, cool. Somebody um, want to close us out in prayer, and then I'll, I'll close us out with the blessing. Father God, we just thank you for our time together today. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you're always with us, Lord. But when we take the time, uh, slow down and just focus on you, there's such richness to be had. So we just thank you for this time. It's been precious. Uh, Father, we just we love you, we worship you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I got to stand up for this. Let's all stand up. <laughs> um, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. 
Have an awesome day. Enjoy the snow. Love on each other and spend time with the king. Have a great day.